the first podcast of two because of what's happening with the federalists i'm gonna be honest with you we're gonna talk about the federalists last in this podcast because they have started an entire shit show um that is enveloping the entire government and we need to talk a lot about it so first we're gonna hit some of the highlights are the two parties of the right wing that we feel are a little bit less insane uh, currently than the Federalists. And so we're going to start with the Classic Liberals. Now, the Classic Liberals are... I, I don't know. No one knows. Um, we know that former Representative Anonymous, Silo, uh, Representative Sven, and I guess now former Representative Apirio, as long with uh, Senator Hagan, all were uh, initially a part of that cast. But all of them have said different things. First of all, Hagan has said absolutely nothing. Sven has said a lot of words that sounded like the party leadership crafted for him. Former Representative Anonymous, I have no idea what he's talking about, but he is going on a rampage about a lot. Something about it, it being a draft of a party, but they were going to plan to do it in May, but they also wanted to align with the Federalists, but they also wanted to mooch off of the Federalists. And then you have Silo writing an entire essay that completely goes against everything else. Silo, a former Federalist, a current conservative, ready to become a classic liberal, along with Senator Hagan, says that initially Senator Hagan told him that the party would be a backup in case the Federalists fall. Senator Hagan saw the writing on the wall. Senator Hagan was ready for what was what would happen today and wanted to have a backup plan in place. And I think clearly that that got exposed by whoever exposed it. Uh, ABC News still has not confirmed who the leak was uh, or whether it was an intentional leak or not. Maybe it was an intentional leak to get some advertisement going around the party, but, but right now we don't know really who, who let that out. We know that Veritas Post got, got two confirming sources to confirm a list of, of, of ca- the cast of the party, essentially, and three of those members have gone on public record saying, wait, hold on, I kind of want to move back on this position because this isn't a good look for me right now. Silo, who doesn't hold a position, really doesn't care. He's ready for it. Senator Hagan has not made a public comment since. I don't know what's happening. No one knows what's happening. And I do think that, realistically, the classic liberal party does have a chance to gain some power, um, especially if they are now a preferred option for some Federalists to go to as the Federalists are falling. Let's, let's just establish that. Let's take a little break here from talking about the classic liberal party and just establish the Federalists are, are on their descent. They are making their descent. They are dying. They are on their deathbed. The Federalist Party will be dead soon. Whether that ends up giving us an independent president, a conservative president, a classic liberal president, hell, maybe even an American liberal president, maybe a socialist president, maybe Valerie becomes a socialist. But she sure as hell will not be a Federalist by the end of whatever process this is that we're in. Now, the classic liberal party is is doing great with, with the way that they made their entrance. They're doing awful with the way that they're, they're continuing their entrance. And they haven't even officially entered the political arena yet. So what's left when they enter, I don't know. 
I think they will come into fruition. I don't think that this just gets scrapped and thrown by the wayside just because it got leaked a little too early. I think it does exist at some point. And I think that, that Senator Hagan is right in having some confidence in it. And I think it will go somewhere. Whether or not it will go somewhere far, eh, I don't know. I, it will go somewhere. I can't say how far or where, but it will go somewhere. So I'm going to give them an official grade of a C-. You made an effort, just a little under average because of the way that, that your supposed current members have been responding publicly. But you know what? You made a, a, a really interesting entrance going through ABC News, going through Veritas Post. So congrats on that. And, and we wish you the best of luck, but you get a C-. Now, pivoting over to conservatives. What? Where did competency come from? We all remember that the conservatives are mainly just leftover federalists, right? Who felt kind of left behind by their party. Where did their competency come from? The Federalist Party has exhibited absolutely no intelligence over the past few hours. And yet the conservatives are still riding the conservative surge wave from, from the, the March federal election. I applaud you. I don't know how you're doing it. I don't necessarily agree with you. But I applaud you for, for doing something the Federalists couldn't. For not having a power complex. And for focusing on just doing good. And you did it. You have a the, the, the strongest minority in the House in terms of party population. You really have set yourselves up great for the April election. And you have... Delegate Lort going out in public, and this will, will be interesting to see how this plays out, but Delegate Lort going out in public and saying that Majority Leader Cavan should resign outright, just outright. And when asked about the, the current state of the parties, Representative Goldwater of the Conservative Party says, I genuinely believe that, genuinely believe that we had a surge. We definitely took a buyout of the Federalist vote in many places, especially Dixie, in my opinion, and reduced the Federalists from being above us to having to be our coalition caucus partners. And now we control the House speakership, among other things, and it's because of us that the right wing controls the House, not the Federalists. And of course, you see this recaucusing thing happening. This statement was taken prior to that. And, and he goes on to talk about how their chairman, Lort has been doing a great job, and he refers to him as a mentor. And speaking of Lort, he says this. In reference to the Federalist Party, even their most loyal members can't ignore the incompetency of their leadership. It is obvious the Federalists are collapsing, and the Conservatives are surging as the main party of the right wing. I can't disagree with that. You saw everything that happened today. Hagen! Hagen is part of their party leadership, and he's starting his own party. Cabin is part of their party leadership, and publicly told a representative to lie to the speaker so that he could stay in the house. And I don't mean to slander on Cabin, and I think this is this is a small fault in a great career. But good God, what were you thinking? He may have thought that he had privacy there, but wow. Anyways, I I think that 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 the conservatives really are proving that they can handle this. That they could handle being the main right-wing party. And I think there was questions about that because they kind of just appeared out of nowhere and rode the wave of being a bit anonymous. And I think that really helped them in the March election. But I am also just surprised that they've been able to keep writing that conservative search. And so props to them. I, I Their final grade so far is an A-. And I only give them an A- because they really don't control a lot. Uh, Jefferson's becoming a conservative state like the North is becoming an American liberal state, but that's because all states were Federalists because Federalists at a point in time were the only, remember that, the Federalists were the only party at some point, and, and then all of this happens. So I'm going to give them an A- for that. I think that there are places for them to improve. 
Uh, they certainly could make their impact more. Uh, they could have made their impact more in the Senate. They could make their impact more in state governments. But they are really, you know, starting to control Jefferson there. And so that brings us to the Federalists. Guys, what happened? Really, what what happened? I understand that being in control the way that you guys were in control can lead to splintering of the party. But someone took an axe and just chopped your party in half. This isn't splintering. This is failure. This is failure of leadership, of maintaining membership, of maintaining the importance of membership. The biggest complaint that I can find through all of your former members is that because they were new, they didn't feel valued. And that was evident in how you ran campaigns and who you put up for elections is that seniority was favored over competency. And I think that that can kind of be reflected in your leadership. And I think everyone in that leadership, I don't know Monarch Jerry that much, but but Chairman Webb is, is a very intelligent person and can lead a party. Cabin can lead a party. Senator Hagan can lead a party, and he's about to prove that. But something inside that party just imploded at some point in February. And I don't know what it was, and I think Valerie is doing a great job. The president is doing a great job at keeping her distance from all of this. But I also think that the writing has been on the wall for a while. I think it has. And allow me to explain my reasoning on that. I think that when you guys became the only party, you were immediately doomed. You were immediately doomed because there was obviously going to be some some opposition. The American Liberal Party was, was something that was inevitable because you were obviously going to have some left-wing opposition. And I don't know if you could tell, but a lot of your members were just unhappy. I, you, you saw Lort being unhappy, even being the Speaker Pro Tem uh, of, of the House. And there was just a failure of recognition of this problem. Or, or someone just said, nope, this isn't real. We don't got to worry about it. And I think that was truly the downfall. And I don't mean to absolutely shit on you guys as you're dying. But I think you need to realize that you're dying. And you have two options here. You can rebrand, start something new, revitalize your platform, and stand for something else to get more interest in your party, and then rework your constitution because you all have a power complex and you no longer have the power. So you can either rebrand and fix your, your, your constitution, and fix your leadership structure, or you all can start looking somewhere else and maybe one of you can start a party maybe that's in one of your arsenals maybe not just senator hagan's arsenal but you also have to realize that the more that you split the right the more that you hurt everyone on the right and maybe that's what you want to do at this point because the right has hurt you a lot in these past few days and your implosion in the house doesn't help that it really does not help it at all so you all need to assess what you're going to do because you're falling apart completely. The Federalists get a D minus. It's only because dead parties get Fs, and you're about there. By the way, just so we're aware, I asked over the course of two weeks, 
Governor Rincewind, Vice President Webb, Chairman Webb, and JMP all to make comments as to the state of the parties. Here are the responses I got. From Governor Rince, no. From Chairman Webb, no. And from JMP, that's right, silence. He didn't say anything. Nothing. They don't want to talk about the state of their party because I think they know they're dying and they need to fix something. And I, honest to God, believe that they don't know how to fix it. So the Federalists will end with a D minus, and I will release a visual uh, to post once the second podcast is out so that you can see the actual list of how the parties are doing. I don't mean to slander at all, and this, this is seriously. However, I'm going to be as, as objective as I can and tell you honestly what's happened and how I think that the general public is perceiving things and how I'm perceiving things. Because I'm not, I'm not involved in anything in the right. I, I had ties to the Federalists, and I enjoyed my time there. I really did. But it's, it's a shit show. And so if, if you feel offended by any of this content, I really do apologize. But this is the honest-to-God truth. And that's that. On that note, our final list is going to be the Conservatives with an A-, minus, the Classic Liberals with a, a C-, minus, and the Federalists with a D minus, as they are dying. The D stands for dying. I'm James Order. Thank you so much for listening to this Veritas Post podcast. We will come out with another one either tonight or tomorrow, depending on our schedule, seeing what's going on. And that will be about the left parties. I promise you it's not going to be as, uh, as much of a letter to the party as it was with this one, especially with the Federalist Party and what's going on with them. But it will be a interesting examination of, of how that dichotomy of lefter parties are going and whether or not there's room for another we'll see you on the next podcast thank you so much and stay classy